Hello and welcome to episode 107 of Gaming Fix, the podcast with the modcast episode 107 on this uh, February 8th, 2020. I am your host, a.k.a. Andre Cole, a.k.a. your girl's favorite video game politician. I am joined today by Pat Cotter. Uh, that's right. It's the mod cast. That's the, the cast where we talk about only mod switches for synthesizers. That's it. All your favorite mods. Uh, All your favorite mods. We got um, we got mods like um, uh, Reverb and... Um, uh echo delay delay um distortion yeah. also mm-hmm. joining us allison who's your favorite mod oh, see, uh, <laughs> so see uh i find it interesting that you guys jump to like video game mods because we're a video game podcast so that makes sense whereas my brain just went to like the mod culture in in the uk and i i don't know what about I herald like, and mod is mod from the uk I don't, I don't know. Okay. Welcome to the Herald and Modcast. I'm your host, Andre Cole. <laughs> I'm joined today by Pat. Do you, who do you prefer, Herald or Mod? Um, I've never watched Herald and Mod. Me neither. Neither have I. Okay. So I don't have an answer for you. Well, this is our the start of our rewatch podcast. We want to get all our preconceived notions out of the way right now. What do you think the show's about? Um, a person to, to, um, a boy and his grandmother. Okay. Allison? Is that right? I don't so, know. I don't no, know. it's, it's definitely like a dude, like a dude and an older woman fall in love, right? Oh yeah. Call classic pairs. Court is a deadpan disillusioned 20 year old obsessed with a suit with suicide and a lovable Gordon as a fun loving 80 year old eccentric. Yeah. They meet at okay. a funeral and develop a taboo romantic relationship. Hell yeah. That sounds great. Uh, I look forward to uh, finding out what happens. Uh, so join us next week when we dive deep on the first season of Harold and Maude. I'm Bye, everybody. Watching. Low, I'm low not, key considering watching it. Like, not, that's not going to be that. For nope. like a bit. Nope. I'm not going to. Let's nope. see. He and I, I, I stream it. I need nope. something oh, it's to watch. It's on Prime. It's on no, Prime, dude. Nope. <laughs> <It's>, uh, that's, <laughs> nope. Uh, <laughs> That's weird. Well, uh, in the meantime, uh, to kill time for the rest of this podcast, we do have some other things to talk about. That's right. I could talk about the LCS results from yesterday, too. The Herald and Mod video game, which was released in 1998 for the Sega Genesis. I don't know. Was the Genesis the thing in 98? I don't know. Uh, No, we're going to talk about video games, the normal video games, not not Herald and Mod licensed products speaking of herald and mod i'm gonna the herald told me about a mod for resident evil 2 which lets you play as Geralt and or siri but um uh no okay get me out of get me out of this horrible place i've brought us to pat tell me about tell me about the lcs tell Uh, me about another game i don't i don't care save me well actually uh so i haven't I hadn't come. I forgot that I could that I could mention this, but I haven't watched LCS in a while. That's the League Championship Series, yeah. um, and I watched some of the European League yesterday. And holy crap, that's there's 
of the like three or four games that I had on in the background, three of them were really, really good. So I guess you should watch uh, LCS. Also, the matches are like 33 minutes ish. So they're not like super, 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 super long. Um, No league match goes like Dota lengths usually. Which I knew already from in never two hours, like an hour uh, at the most. Well, that is exceedingly rare for Dota as well. Dota matches are typically like 40 to 45 minutes. Um, so, and then pro matches go a little longer. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, two hour Dota match is definitely not common. Um, but, uh, LCS, they just do, they don't even do a best of for the, uh, the season stuff. It's all just like single games. I'm sure they do in bouncing. They've been like messing with that formula. Cause like for a long time, they just did like round Robin kind of thing. Uh, but mm-hmm. in Korea and I think Japan, uh, China, they've done, uh, been doing like best of series. So yeah, do, like, that makes one sense. series could... like a day and they'll do like two days per week or something. This was all, uh, like, the European. Of... Yeah. And there's stuff been a lot of criticism about why, North America and EU tend to not perform well in like international tournaments because they're, those are all best of series. And if they're not used to playing them, except for like finals Mm. and like Mm -hmm. championship tournaments, then they're going to be at a disadvantage when it comes to those bigger tournaments because they don't have as much experience. I will say um, negative thing. If you go to their websites, very good. But it just like tells you who won games. Yes. Um, whereas the the Dota the international website is like very good at helping you find matches without seeing the spoiler. Um, like you have to click a button that says show spoiler. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because there's like I was like, oh, I want to watch some league this weekend. I sure hope it's easy to do. And there's like forty games of league there's, happening this weekend. Yeah, there's so many. They have the LCS. Which is North America, yeah. LEC in Europe, LCK in Korea, LPL in China, LCS Academy in North America, mm-hmm. TCL in Turkey, CB LOL in Brazil, LLA Latin America, OPL Oceania, uh, LJL in Japan. And then there's like also things like the European Masters and like tournaments that happen. So like <laughs> there's so many league mm-hmm. leagues. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, anyway, last um, when I last I was watching, it wasn't like that. E- like there wasn't a central like place to find all those games. Like you could get like the EU mm-hmm. LCS and the LCS stuff all on one website. But then everything else was kind of on their own stuff or like on YouTube or Twitch or whatever. So it's cool if they're all kind of centralized now. That's very smart. Yeah, I'm trying to remember who it was. What game? Oh, right, right. That's who it was. It was. Damn it. I can't remember who the player was. What were the teams? It was on. I think it was on Misfits. It was a player from Misfits Gaming. Um, The EU team? Yeah. Okay. Um, He was playing. uh, He played Soraka and it was like. (laughs) Soraka top. Uh, I can't even remember if it was I, played up top or support. I but. saw a story recently of where or just like a comment from Riot recently saying, "Yeah, Soraka Top is broken. We're gonna nerf it." I'm pretty sure it was Soraka Top, but anyway, they after the game they asked him if he should be the um oh shit what was his name it was was it Honey Hooney um 
maybe that's that's no it was wonder okay it was wonder i don't know i know hoonie uh and he was like uh yeah it was wonder and it was on uh g2 esports that's who it was um he was like uh and he was playing rocket top he plays top um they're the they're number one in the standings right now uh and the it was really stupid because like they would get into fights and the Soraka would just the healing was so intense mm-hmm. that it was like not even you couldn't there was just nothing you could do. They couldn't kill mm-hmm. like super, super, super oh, yeah. glass ADCs because of the healing from Soraka. And at the end, they were like, some people are saying uh, MVP wonder. How do you feel about that? Did you think you deserve that? And he was like. Well, I played Soraka top, so I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, it's always a shame when super broken stuff like that makes it into the game, because then it pulls bands. And... Yeah, they were saying, though, that generally this season is mm-hmm. like the most wide open meta that oh, yeah. uh, the game has seen ever. So um, that's good. It's actually a pretty good time to watch League if you're interested in watching League. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm going to do more of that this weekend. I'd like to play some League, but it's stressful for me mm-hmm. to play League of Legends. So uh, I, I don't know that I will play much League this weekend. <laughs> I might just play some TFT and Runeterra and watch League. Mm-hmm. Um, you watch but, enough League, yeah. then you get that itch to play. So. Yeah, yeah, that's the way it is. Um, to, you play some ARAMs and it'll yeah clear right up. Um, but the game that I played that's new, uh, that I played a little bit of this week is one called Scourgebringer. Mm, good transition there. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, uh, Scourges, um, um, and it just, it just hit early access and I guess, um, they put it on game preview on Xbox PC and it's on Game Pass PC, which is mm-hmm. weird. I don't. It's, it's the first time that I've seen that. Yeah, it counts as game preview, though. I was looking at it earlier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I was surprised to see that that was a thing. But it is a. Um, I've seen some people suggest that it's like if you mashed up like Dead Cells, Celeste, and Binding of Isaac, kind of. Jesus because, Christ, it makes me want to play this. I game know more. you should play it. It's. I don't even particularly like. Um, Binding of Isaac and Celeste didn't really do it for me, but the structural things that it pulls from those games totally work. Like they're it's very cool. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's, Kotaku's headline is "If you like Celeste, but wish it had more swords." Yes, which is a pretty thing. accurate. Like that's a pretty good way to get to, to get at me about Celeste. Uh, and it's it's definitely damn. That's a good description. You're you're playing in like very discrete rooms, which is one of the things I like about it. Uh, so, and it doesn't really have the thus far anyway. It doesn't really have like it. It, it plays like a platformer in the way that you control it, but it's not. You're not falling down pits or anything. Um, like each room, it's just fights. It's not mm. like trying to get through. Uh, rooms that have platforming challenges. Maybe that comes later in the game, but. So far, it's just been like the rooms are laid out more like like uh, Metroid or something. Um, but they're like single screen rooms, so they're very discreet. And you play as this this woman who has um, you have like a sword attack. Uh, 
on I'm playing with mouse and keyboard because there is some aiming stuff and I like aiming with the mouse. Um, but you, you're play you have like a sword attack on on your left click if you're playing with mouse and keyboard, and then uh, you have an E. If you push E on keyboard, it gives you like this smash attack that pushes enemies around. And if you like smash them into something, they get stunned. And some enemies you have to stun them like that to hit them. Uh, and then you have a double jump and you have a dash and the dash does damage when it hits people. Um, but you're also vulnerable to attacks while you're dashing. Um, and then you have a gun, but the gun only you can't just use it. You have to charge it up by doing melee attacks. Um, so you can't just like use the gun all the time. Um, and it's very powerful. Like it kills things in a hit for the most part. Um, some things it won't, but for the most part, it kills smaller enemies in a hit. And then you have like a pretty, it's pretty unforgiving in terms of damage. Cause you just take, like you have a health bar that like early on, I think you can only take like four hits mm. and then you die. Might, might be more than that, but um, it's really cool because your double jumps and dashes reset when you hit enemies. So you can basically never touch the ground. You can enter a room and just be constantly attacking and never touching the ground, um, which is very satisfying. And like, while you're attacking, you're kind of not, you're still falling and affected by gravity, but you sort of slow, you're like slow falling as you're swinging your sword. So you can kind of do like, you can use it to kind of move around the room very, very rapidly. And it's all about like dodging the attacks from enemies, um, which they kind of use like bullet hell style shot attacks at you. Um, and it's very cool. Um, it has a progression system. That's pretty interesting. That has this like skill tree, um, literally a tree. Uh, and, um, it has a really, really cool aesthetic, uh, that's like pixel arty, but it's, doing I'm kind of tired of of pixel art platformers and this one has some like cool mixes of like Metroid sort of sci-fi looks and um more like post-apocalyptic things so yeah I don't I think it's really neat and it's only like on Steam it's like twelve dollars thirteen forty nine yeah fifteen dollars normally um so it seems worth checking out i realized uh, in the midst of you talking about this uh two three weeks ago when we had a getty on from super gg radio he actually brought this game and talked about mm, it mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's uh it's real good i definitely recommend it um it's still pretty simple i mean it's roguelite and it's and it's uh structure so like you die and then you roll a new world um and but and then you keep your upgrades. Uh, but um, it's really fun to play and I look forward to seeing it kind of expand. I don't know that it has the same legs that a dead cells has because dead cells has so many different like weapon combinations and like your build changes for different runs of dead cells. Whereas this game, it's pretty consistently like you, the tools seem to be pretty consistent and you just upgrade them through the tree. But it seems like one that's going to be really fun to play through, uh, and and I and I'm looking forward to like them continuing to add content to it. It does seem like uh, it'll be out of early access this year. They they're estimating like six to eight months, and basically, it's really polished. It's just missing mm. about half of the content, I guess. Um, but 
that's it's not um super su- I don't think it's a super long game like definitely hours and hours but not like dozens and dozens of hours so right um, like like it, I've like I I've put hundreds into Binding of Isaac and I I you don't think that that's necessarily going to be the new hey you pay a small amount but you get to pay you get hundreds of hours out of it yeah, I'm sure there's certain people will who are like right. speedrunners and stuff, but it seems like the kind of game that that they could actually I could see the see it being finished this year, I guess is what I'm saying from the from early access. Yeah. Uh, so so, yeah. so it doesn't feel like too uh, early accessy, if that makes sense. Like No, not not really. Um, I don't know how many features they're planning on adding. It seems like it's pretty complete there. I guess there's three worlds currently in the game and and they said that's about half of the total content. And then the way a world it's structured is like you fight through levels in a world and then you fight a boss and then you move on to the next world. Neato. Yeah. Uh, Allison. Yes. You've brought the game that I have also been playing. Yes. Uh, but also I brought, I played another game, but I've, I'm still chugging away at this. Yes. As are you? We're about, and you're just a little bit behind me. I'm yeah. just a little bit. I'm, I'm right now working my way to the end of chapter three. Of Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Sharp, heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I've uh, been continuing to like it. I think that uh, the characters are really neat, and I've been having fun with that. Uh, we we both uh, just had the introduction um, of Ellie, who I think is great. I love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, She's uh, all but, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, the reason I didn't get much further is that I hit a wall and had to go uh, do that grind uh, yeah. a little bit. Uh, what I hit- difficulty are you playing on? Normal? Normal, yeah. I turned yeah. it down from hard to normal just because like, I don't... Like, yeah. I appreciate it, but I'm not getting much more enjoyment out of play because it's just a damage numbers adjustment. And so right. it's not actually all that satisfying. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the thing that I got uh, stuck on was there's a kind of a mid-boss in uh, Chapter 3, um, the Chapter 3 dungeon, rather. And I I basically, you know, it, I, I'd have to think about the battles up till that point. But I, I, was, I was largely okay. And then suddenly it just started to kick my ass. So I was just like, okay. And I tried every single combination of all my characters. Mm-hmm. But it would just not, it yeah. was just not good. So I was just like, okay. Uh, and, you know, the one thing that's kind of nice about uh, playing the playing this version of it is that you do have the uh, grinding dungeon. Yeah, I think uh, those were DLC in yeah. the original release, but I'm not sure. Yeah, which I can't imagine wanting to pay for that. But since this no. is the only... It probably so, came with, like, the other DLC, I'd right. assume. But, yeah. Right. Because it's, like, it's very, very simple. But at the same time, um, it is it is nice to have because it was pretty easy to uh, get, get some uh, levels in there. And then I was able to beat it, but... Uh, but yeah, no, the, but it, I thought it was kind of interesting, though, because that was the first time that it really showed that uh, sessions aren't just something that's good for you. They can be good for the enemies as well. Yes. And so uh, if you don't if you didn't listen to last week's episode, 
Uh, sessions are basically when you hit an enemy's weakness, then it chains different attacks um, by different uh, people in your party. Or Depending on abilities even, they have. Like yeah. some people can chain like if you hit them with a sword attack, they'll chain a lightning attack off that or something like that. Yeah. And then they'll chain and then somebody can chain a wind attack off of a lightning attack. Like it, it depends. Like you can set up what session skills that you have to be able to do those, cha- those chains. Um, and they're usually helpful. Although I've run into one where uh, I was chaining uh, against an enemy with uh, Toma and he used a fire attack, which healed the enemy. <laughs> so no. I was just like, so there yeah, is Toma. It sounds like fuck you, Toma. Uh, but um, so there are a couple of times where session attacks might not necessarily be the best course of action, but th- that's pretty rare, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, but in this mini boss, uh, they started doing session attacks against me, and they they were uh, all the weakness was against uh, Itsuki, who is the main character who you cannot mm-hmm. take out of your main party. Yep. So I was just like constantly in a stage of like they would attack me, it'd be weak, and then uh, basically, in essence, one shot me. So uh, that was not my favorite, but uh, but I think it kind of made me appreciate the system more. I guess just because it shows that you know it's not just oh here's a way for you guys to you to get stronger. It's like no, it can fuck you up too. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, it, it, I think the I uh, I think I might be. Get, I, I think I might have gotten to the point where I I was like maybe I'm close. To, maybe I'm past where I was on the Wii U version. I think it's hard to remember, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, I still really like the characters and the general vibe of it is nice um so sometimes it can be a, a little bit silly i i since i'm doing all of the side mm-hmm. stuff i my before i went to the uh grinding dungeon i decided let let's see if i can level with uh some of the side qu- uh, the side quests so it's a little bit silly to be doing some of these uh uh character based side quests when our friend uh, isn't uh, mortal danger, and there's like a giant uh, portal in in this TV studio. Yeah, it's like, well, you you can wait for another thing because I'm going to help with this. Uh, I'm going to help uh, Devasa with a commercial shoot. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, was, it felt a little bit silly, but. Or this lady who films a like a food TV show lost her uh, performa, so I have to go find it. Right, I'm gonna go do that. But like, buddy, you can stay there. There's, there's yeah. no calendar. There's no like time crunch on anything. So it's, right, it, it's that thing that like open world games get where you're like, okay, yeah. well, I should go save the world and do the last mission, but also I've got like 80 side quests. Right. But none of the side quests or none of the like side missions are that interesting that are They're just really like, not. oh, it's, hey, this person lost a performer. Go check on them. Uh, I think but that, if it's yeah. like the, the people in your party, those are fairly interesting because you actually got character there. But. Right. And you start and, and really the side things are um, the side quests that are 
really formalized about characters are really about good character moments, which is interesting. Yes. But I, I, I do wish that there was some way to track uh, your kind of requests other than just remembering them. Because I the think side you can only take on so many at a time. But yes, you're right. Absolutely. They need to have a better way to like track the non like non party side missions. Yeah. Because there are a couple of ones where it's like collect a bunch of these items and go talk to this person. And then the he ho mart. The he ho mart. He ho. Uh, he ho. <laughs> but it's, but at the same time, uh, I totally forgot that, that I'd done that because, you know, I'm playing this game over multiple days. Yeah. And so I'd talk to the person and go, like, deliver the items that I go, oh, I had that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And and it is a little bit, uh, um, the other thing is that with some, with some of the side quests, uh, they have you go back into the existing uh, dungeons from previous chapters, which isn't necessarily bad, but sometimes uh, you don't know where the person is or you don't know where the thing is. You have to kind of re-navigate through that dungeon, and I'm kind of like, ah, oh, this is kind of a pain. But it's kind of a yeah. small, small. It's it's not it's not a huge pain, but I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. it'd be it'd be nice if I had a more of an idea of where I was going. But other other than that, it, it's it's really it's a I've I've still been really enjoying it. It's very much I'd say like Persona Light, but the setting. But the combat's neat, and then also the setting with the uh, the mm-hmm. entertainment industry has been very fun. So it, I've been. It dawned on me earlier that it's also got a bit of the Fire Emblem like weapon triangle, mm-hmm. except it's a square uh, here because <laughs> like the with like the spear, sword, axe, bow thing. Like it's right. not necessarily sword is weak to axe. A little bit is, but, but like having all where- the weaknesses and stuff like that is. So well, there are certainly that. times in where I've gone, okay, it looks like that I, uh, that enemy that I don't know the weakness to looks like that's a looks like that is a uh, sword. So let's try a spear attack, and yep. then that usually tends to work. So knowing yep. knowing vague fire emblem me uh, strategies can kind of help. Um, yeah, because uh, because it it does. I I'd say more often than not. Uh, kind of correspond to Fire Emblem weaknesses mm-hmm. and strengths. One thing sure. that kind of came up in this, uh, that chapter three dungeon for me was I wish they went harder on some of the uh, musical moments that aren't like the big set piece things in mm-hmm. between chapters, mm-hmm. kind of. Because there have been like, there are two songs in chapter three where they do like, here's like 30 seconds of the song. And then we cut out and like fade to black as they perform the rest. And I'm like, no, I want this whole song. What are you oh, doing? I, that, that just happened to me last night. And I got so mad yeah. because it's also a very catchy song. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck, I want to hear the whole thing. And yeah. I wish that I, they'd, they'd kind of sh- make the performance look interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Some, mm. some of the some of the side missions uh, have had some pretty interesting performances. Some of the larger musical moments have been interesting. But no, I totally agree because I was just like, I I just I want more of the musical stuff. Yeah. My biggest disappointment about this game, having only played like a few hours of it, I really like it. But that 
intro fucking slaps. It's so good. And then when you start playing it, the music's just like, and I'm like, what? but just, you could just play the intro song in the battles. Just do that. You could just do that. <clears throughs> it wouldn't get old. Yeah. Cause like, I feel like all of the, uh, like original songs in it kind of slap like like the, I'm sure they do yeah yeah is that intro's any indication I just wish yeah. that it had better music when you were just like playing it <laughs> which which I mean also kind of feels like a very missed opportunity too especially yeah. since the, there there is a good stylish like like when you're in a battle it's kind of like you're doing a concert uh there's fans all in yeah. the background and like if they had put the done the persona like budget yeah. for music on this yes. game, it'd be exactly. Oh my god, that'd be amazing! Yeah. Like the Persona Five, uh, that soundtrack like just rules. Yeah, but 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 there's so many things where it's just like like the ma- the music that you get when you like win a battle in Persona Five oh, is yeah. so fucking good, and it's, All it's the like music. there's so much incidental music in there where mm-hmm. I'm just like. I just want to kind of sit and listen to this because this this slaps. Yep. And then there's nothing like that in uh, really like that in Tokyo Mirage Sessions except for uh, the actual songs. And yeah, and then and you're just like, let me listen to this good song for a while, please. Yeah, I will uh, say. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Hilariously, like three months ago, I was like, there is no fucking way in hell. There's it is there's no way that I have any shred of interest in playing Persona 5 Royal, given that it's locked up on PS4 and it's not on Switch. Like, forget it. There's I'm never, ever going to do that. And now I'm kind of like. I don't know, I never finished Persona. I could play that this summer. (laughs) No, I definitely (laughs) had that thought of like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. But I'm like, I definitely did not finish Persona 5. Uh, and I want to finish Persona 5. Uh, and I just had the uh, realization uh, when I uh, um, uh, just searched on YouTube for later Persona 5 OST. Because I'm like, after this podcast, yeah. I'm definitely going to put on the Persona 5 soundtrack. Uh, it's so good. Like the battle music in Persona 5, even though I didn't, I played the first couple dungeons and like the battle music is extremely good. Oh, fuck yeah. I, just like. Oh god, that game is so stylish. I I just I I want it more. Yeah. Uh did you hear speaking of Persona 5 that Persona 5 Scramble is basically just a direct sequel to Persona 5? Really? Like story-wise, like so much so that in the intro to the game like there's a two and it gets like kicked out or like stricken off the screen That's by funny. Scramble. And it's got like a it's got like a decent story, I guess, or like a substantial story. Uh, I haven't looked into it myself. That's just kind of the sentiment I've seen going around. Yes, I guess I really want to finish Persona Five. If they have new music on that part, like that, like tier, like I might need to. That's the thing. I also had a thought of is like because I searched Persona Five OST and I had the thought, wait, is Royal gonna have new music? Is I mean, going to have new music. So you got to be honest. You'd hope Scramble would. I don't know about Royale, but yeah. I don't know what Scramble is. It's a Musou game. Oh, OK, it is cool. So they tried well, to call then, it. Yeah, they I wanted mean, to call it Persona 5 Warriors, but then they changed it to Persona 5 Scramble. Persona 5 Scramble definitely made me assume that it was like 
not that dancing all night is not a good game, but mm. it made me think it was like a rhythm game like that or something. And it, I was much less interested in it personally. The, well, it's probably a play on Shibuya scramble. That's a thing, right? I'm not crazy. Yeah. I have no idea. Scramble. Japan. Uh, well, Shibuya yeah. is like the big intersection in Tokyo. Yeah. yeah and that's where and they go, where it's like, they have that giant intersection where there's always a ton of people and you're like, right. What? Yeah. But so I yeah. think the Shibuya scrambles when everyone crosses at the same time. That makes sense then. I, cool. Well, I, I that makes think. me want to play Persona 5 more because I would love to play a Muso that's with that kind of style. Oh, and a Muso that's set in like actual Japan. That's kind mm-hmm. of, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's mm-hmm. Ra- okay. This actual is like, Japan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, look, Japan, there's a crosswalk in this screen. It's probably set in Tokyo, like, but as I, don't a know, game. I, I haven't seen it. When is that out? Is it out? It must be. Uh, Japan is February 20th. Okay. Uh, so, so it's, it's coming out, out soon. Uh, whenever it comes out. Dang, okay. I've been... Oh, there's a demo out on the Japanese PSN. Oh, there's no release And there's date a for... Switch demo. There's no American release date. Yeah. It's, but it's on it's Switch, that, so you can just start it's a Japanese account. For America, but like, da- I don't. I I want it to be localized though. Yeah, it will be. I don't. Fair. I can't read Japanese. It's Wish a Muso game. You don't need to. <laughs> but yeah, you no, just the story. said <laughs> that it had a story. <laughs> it's a Muso game. You don't need to know the story. Uh, yeah. Well, then I don't. No, exactly. Um, Excuse like, me. There's some very good dialogue in Dynasty oh, Warriors games that does improve the experience. I, I believe. For some reason, yeah. I think I was under the impression. Like, I don't know. I I thought. I didn't. Think, I didn't re- remember what I was going to be, but now I'm like, dang! I think I have to get up, pick up Persona Five Scramble. Okay. Uh, Hopefully, it'll yeah. be localized. Uh, yeah. It will be. It's got it. Persona's big in uh, the U.S. So I, I imagine. Does Persona Five Royal out yet? It's no, out in Japan. March. Oh well, yeah, I mean, the U.S. Yeah, version so is March thirty first. So, I just looked. I mean, I could see it like the summer or something. They coming out. I don't know. Couple because yeah, like six months. It later, could maybe. be that they're waiting to see how it does to see how much money to put into a localization. That's because like also possible. You could localize that game and just have it be like not change the voice a text localization, or yeah. you could do a full voice localization. Which honestly, you probably shouldn't. They probably should just yeah not do the voiceover localization, but. I don't know. I don't know what their numbers say for, I mean, I've certainly played persona four with the English VO. So like, yeah, I, I think the, uh, the English VO is pretty good in persona. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So they know. may just be deciding whether they want to mm-hmm. put the money into that cast or not. I can understand why people would want to play in Japanese or whatever. Uh, I probably should play in Japanese. Um, yeah, I, wonder- I have hard time distinguishing voices in Japanese. Especially with like voice actors, I feel like Mm-mm. just I feel like there's some stereotypical anime voices that kind of get used a lot, or it's like a few actors who mm-hmm. do everything, and so I get used to like I don't know, I don't know what the deal is. I have a hard time distinguishing Japanese voices. Uh, yeah, but, I, I I can understand. Yeah, and I Same. and I live in Japan and I speak to Japanese people all the time, and I'm just like I y'all. Yeah, I don't know. I I would. Of, I can, I can tell pretty, the ladies apart, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I wonder if I would play. I can't. I I should also play it in Japanese if I play Royal, but mm. something. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's that. 
I wish I hadn't played like 50 hours of Persona last year so I could feel good about going into Persona 5 Royale, but I don't think I'm going to do it. Uh, yeah, it seems like if you finished it, it, there's not much of a, I don't know. If I, I could transfer my save over, because everything's like the end of the game. If I could like say, okay, yeah. I'm, 50, I'm in the summer, I'm in like August or whatever, or September, whenever I stop playing. If I could just go from there and then take that into Persona 5 Royale, I don't know what the differences are. but The only reasons that it's appealing for me is that I have a PS4 Pro now so I can play it without it sounding like a jet engine. Mm-hmm. And it is... That's just I, an I excuse played, to crank that music, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I played so much, so little of Persona 5 compared to how long it is. Mm-hmm. Like I only played it for like six hours or something. Oh, so wow. Yeah. It, like you, I didn't get far at all. So it's it would... It's a game that I wanted to play at some point anyway. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to play it, you might as well play reason. that version. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. Speaking of games that we wanted to play, uh, I have been keeping my eye on this game a little bit. Like it was on my radar. I wasn't like following all the updates. It's an early access game called Them and Us. Mm. And it kind of piqued my interest because it's a callback to early Resident Evil games. Mm. Like, mm. this is very much a Resident Evil 1-like. Uh, even down to, if you want, you can play with fixed camera angles. And you can use tank controls if you're nasty. Oh, wow. These screenshots are like... It it's just it's totally Resident Evil. Yeah, 1. it's it's Resident Evil one. Uh, like some of the some of the puzzle solutions are straight from Resident Evil one. Like they they change things up locations and like what you know the outcomes. Uh, but it's very much inspired by uh, Resident Evil. It might be a little more supernatural. Uh, so it might be exactly what you were talking about wanting earlier yeah, in the yeah. week in our private chats, it, it where you were like saying it, yeah. you want Resident Evil to be Silent Hill. Uh, and it, yeah. it seems like it might actually go that way a little bit. I don't know exactly how. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only played uh, for a little bit. It's kind of rough. Um, I was playing over the back controls because I don't I don't need tank controls in my life. You can also play with like the more updated Resident Evil remake uh, controls where it's like fixed sure. camera angle, but you have more direct control. But I just felt like over the back, more like the Resident Evil Two remake. And it's just, it's a little janky. Uh, it's early access. It's I don't know exactly. You can look at their website, tendogames.com, I believe. Yeah, tendogames.com. And they have like a whole bunch of graphs that tell you like the progress of the game. Yeah. Like the mansion interior is 65% done, but the exterior is 100% done and will be included in the next update. Uh, special, whatever that means, that's 100% done. Cemetery is 90%. Area 1, 40% not included in the game. There's a weird, like, there. what is the current state of early access? Says after a full scale rebuild, we've updated our demo to, to a fully playable game. Instead of Chapter 4, players will begin at the start of Alicia's journey. We have now added a few more hours of gameplay. Total progress of story, 50%. Yeah. We included, as well, an extra game. <laughs> yeah, 72%, uh, 72% of <clears throat> levels in the game. Like It's a fascinating thing with uh, with with Japanese development that I've noticed. I assume they're, they're no, Japanese. No, they are... Oh, what is... There's something about them. Where are they? Uh, they are from... 
can't, I think they're from Europe somewhere like Scandinavia. Mm, okay. Well, I've noticed the funny thing with, with Japanese funny to me, cause it's just a different, uh, I don't, it's not a concept I have for like explaining work, but the Japanese developers seem to often do like the percentage thing. Like mm-hmm. X is like final fantasy 15 is 60% complete. Yeah. And it's like, what does that mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> that doesn't mean that's an yeah, abstract that's number. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, it's been in development Japanese. for like 10 years and it's 50% complete. Yeah. So does that mean it's going to take another 10 years? Yeah. To <laughs> they, they are uh, Japanese. They're from Yokohama. Gotcha. That's yeah. cool. It looks like a neat game. It uh, It is neat. Uh, it's very Resident Evil. Like you've got, uh, but it does like surface some more things. Like you have like a health meter on the screen, but then if you go into the menu, you've got like the fine caution danger uh, <laughs> statuses. That's funny. And uh, you're like combining, you combine bandages and ointment for healing. And yeah, it's, it's a neat thing. Uh, I'm I want to like mess around with it a little bit, but I don't want to play too much because it's not done yet. And I want to kind of go in and be surprised once it's actually done. Mm-hmm. It's like twenty five bucks. But uh, for what it is, it's it's very if you want a Resident Evil one, a throwback game, but you want to be surprised and like not know everything going in. It might it's probably a pretty good option for you. Uh, but do know it's a little uh, janky right now, and I assume they'll pull it together as it gets closer yeah. to f- completion. As games, I would check, do. definitely check it out once it's finished. I probably would just wait till then. Yeah. Uh, also, this brought me to realize that a game came out last year that I definitely should have played called Daymare 1998, which originally started as a Resident Evil 2 fan remake, which was announced like right like a month before the resident evil 2 remake was announced and so then they're like well oh shit so they i think this is a european studio i think that's uh where i was getting confused um they were like oh well i guess we'll make it what they what all fan games should do uh when they get got and everyone's like hey stop what you're doing and they made it into its own thing and uh, so it looks very much actually kind of like what the Resident Evil 2 remake ended up being, mm-hmm. but with its own kind of aesthetic, but it looks pretty good. So I want to check that out. There's a free demo on Steam. Uh, so it, that, that could have been the game of the year last year. Who knows? <laughs> Speaking of horror stuff, too, I'm currently downloading because I, rem- I forgot to download it yesterday, but this haunted PS1 demo disc looks really good mm-hmm. i really I really good it's on itch it's it's free mm-hmm. um it's like 17 micro games basically uh that are all like they range in from looking like kind of silly to all the way into like really horrifying mm-hmm. um but they look generally a very high quality they're designed to look like they all came out of the late 90s um so they wouldn't actually run on PS one hardware. Yeah. But they're they're they kind of have that look and Yeah, that, uh, that kind of aesthetic of like yeah. kind of of early three D, but it's like kind of creepy. How much fog yes. is there? Well, there is a there is a Silent Hill one in the in on the disc, like a Silent Hill homage. Mm-hmm. Um and some of them look like they're as diverse as like uh in terms of like their content as of like there's a first person game where there's a killer bowl of ramen running around a shop and you have to like distract it and try to get the ability, like get the key to leave or something like that. 
And then there's like Silent Hill like stuff. And then there's also then there's like this just like shooter that looks like it rips ass. That's like just this really like classic arcade doom like shooter. Mm. And then also there's a couple games in there that look like they're uh, upsetting. Okay. I'll <laughs> so, have to check that out. What's it called? Yeah. Is it called Haunted it's PS1 called Demo? Haunted yes. PS1 Demo Disc 2020. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which 2020 implies that they might do this again, which maybe. would be very cool if it was like a regular yearly collection mm-hmm. of some super cool yeah. uh, micro games. It has like the, kind of has the aesthetic to me of it's not the same, but it reminds me of something like VHS where it's like these sort of small horror games that are connected by this like unifying concept, um, which is something I'm very into. So I think it's, it's a cool, cool project. I'm excited to check it out. Uh, there, Oh, I had one more thing that came up and I lost it talking about PS one was a itch. Demo di- why why can't I, I I forgot it it's okay maybe it'll come to me but uh, in terms of games I think that kind of covers what we've been playing right unless anything's no okay well then we can move on to some news mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. this week Activision big in the news game just all over the place. And our first news story this week is uh, a departure from Microsoft and an acquisition for Blizzard, which is Rod Ferguson leaves the coalition, a.k.a. the Gears of War studio, to go to Blizzard, mm-hmm. which uh, that's a choice. Yeah, I not a choice I don't think I would have made, but I mean, uh, he's been doing Gears for since gears started i guess basically yeah, yeah. right at epic um but i just i can't imagine wanting to go to blizzard at this point yeah it's they're in a interesting place yes uh i'm trying to see if i can figure out what he's gonna be doing but it doesn't look like exactly what he's doing is uh announced but uh, good luck to Rod. He's gonna need it over there. They're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna yeah. really put him through his paces as they uh, continue to try and fix Warcraft Three Reforged and get uh, Diablo Four out the door in like two years or whenever they actually get that done. Uh, also on the Activision docket. Uh, they had like an earnings call, which is how a lot of this stuff came out, I believe. Uh, hold on, hold on to your butts as Activision confirms new Call of Duty in 2020. What? Holy shit! <laughs> they didn't. Yeah. Con- they didn't confirm the developer, but there will be a new Call of Duty. This as year. someone who is very invested in the current Call of Duty, it is a weird thing. Um, more than ever, because like. Modern Warfare, the multiplayer like from the from a multiplayer perspective is super, super, super good. I think it is like the best, um, like low time to kill first person shooter you could play right now. Um, on like modern that that that's recent. Um, 
And it's frustrating because it's like, I want to level the battle passes for it and stuff and like play it a bunch, but it really sucks that it's not going to be relevant in a year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, people will play it for the next five years, but it's not going to be the The game, the thing. I really, really, really wish they would just like get it together and support this one game for a few years. Yeah, I I wonder if they could if they kept on with the battle pass thing and did ten bucks a month or whatever for or ten bucks every couple months if they could make up like the the difference on selling like a new Call of Duty so every year. What I'm hoping is what they're going to do. Um, not that I think this new one will be a Black Ops game, but my hope is that. They're on, I think it's a three year cycle right now where they well, have. They don't, they haven't said who's doing the new game. And there have been rumors that there are like talk of like other teams getting cut off the current game and like swapping it around. So it might not be. This yeah, time. I don't know. But it would be cool to me if they said, okay, here, Modern Warfare is our low time to kill. Um, weapon based game and black ops is our character based game that is similar to something like overwatch. Cause that's kind of where they got to with black ops mm-hmm. and then maybe have a third thing. That's conceptually kind of another angle on shooters. Um, that way it would encourage you to say like, well, I don't want to play the hero shooter. I want to play the weapon based shooter. Mm-hmm. And so you can just play modern warfare. Um, should they drop the call of duty name from black ops? Uh, no, I don't think so because it still is a certain kind of game. Um, I mean, it still is, it still signifies like what it is, uh, because I mean, it is Activision. Like it, it is, they, they also own blizzard. So (laughs) they also are blizzard. So they have overwatch and like, Black Ops is still a low time to kill game that is not it doesn't feel like playing Overwatch. It just is closer because it has those character abilities. Um uh, whereas in Modern Warfare, it's all about loadout building. Um so I don't know. I just think that like Black Ops 4 was so good, and Modern Warfare is like significantly better than it. So I don't know why we need to do another one. Because people year. will buy it. No, I understand from like a profits perspective. And they it's just can, very frustrating. Well, they can show off the new consoles and have a big Call of Duty for the new consoles. It'll so be I, bad because it'll be like, you know, like oh, those yeah. was. But uh, I, I, my hope is maybe that they lean into more of the like visuals and the campaign or whatever. And the like, rumor is Black Ops black ops five i guess technically and that would be very be dumb of them cold war like to focus <laughs> on the single player they got cut from black ops four, four. And cold Which war based funny because the cutscenes in black ops four are like future based not yeah well I, I think to go back to cold war uh, stuff because i that's that first black ops game and the story was real good in my opinion yes, i haven't black played ops it in a, a long really time honestly all three of the black ops games i have significant story are very good in their own way. Um, like mm-hmm. black ops two builds on the first game story in some really cool ways. And black ops three is like a super mind fuck kind of story, mm-hmm. but it's actually very good. Um, it's just sort of divorced from the first two games in a way that 
it kind of doesn't make sense that it's called Black Ops. Um, but Black Ops 4 is the little bit of story. It's a good thing they cut that. Black Ops 4 it, was supposed to bridge the gap between 2 and 3 yeah, or well, 2 and 4. The story stuff that's in Black Ops 4 is horseshit. Is. So it's good that they didn't. <laughs> they they canceled it for good reason because uh, yeah. it's very bad. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Modern Warfare is very good, and I'm hoping that they give that they provide a compelling reason to keep playing it. I think it's interesting because they like hinted at adding a battle royale mode to it at one point, and I think that what timing window is about to pass if you're going to announce another Call I, of Duty game yeah. earlier this year. Also, I think with if the co-op mode hadn't been so busted, maybe that could have happened. But because yeah. that co-op mode was i mean i've probably played a mess i've i'm i only have four levels left five levels left on the battle pass to level this weekend Mm -hmm. where it ends when i got it when does it end this weekend monday monday okay monday or tuesday how long does it go tuesday huh how long is like the pass they're like two months each and i got i got the game a month in no they're more than that because i got it it's like Almost three months. Okay, yeah. That's how um, long the Destiny passes are. Yeah, because I got it at the end of December and in the space of about actually a month because I was gone for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I've almost finished leveling it, which means and I didn't. I bought the bundle that comes with some tiers. So okay. I did get a, a head start. You're but, a cheater. Yeah, totally. Um, but uh, Pay to win. I've played a lot of that game is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I have not touched the co-op at all. Um, and I have a person I could be playing co-op with and both of us just play the, the mm-hmm. competitive. Mm-hmm. I haven't even finished the story. Um, wow. Yeah. It's that's always what I put time into first. Uh, Cause you know, I gotta, I gotta learn decent, how to play the but... game, man. It's a tutorial. You gotta finish the tutorial before you can go into multiplayer. Uh, I can share that uh, briefly that um, I, I have been leveling and trying to complete the, so there's camo challenges for each weapon. Each weapon has like 12-ish different camo challenges. And they're things like get long shot kills with this gun, get kills with this gun after oh, reloading, no. get kills. Oh, God. Don't. Oh, God. You're. What? Oh, what I did. You're going to hear what I did for my entire day today for Destiny and that fucking battle pass. And the. Oh, oh it's not a battle pass thing. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. to get oh, yeah, weapon stuff. Yeah. This is this is if you get if you complete all the camo challenges on a gun, you get the gilded skin, mm-hmm. which makes it all gold looking and it's very mm-hmm. cool. If you complete all the camo challenges for every gun in a category, you get the platinum skin, so you can make all your assault rifles look really cool. And if you complete every weapon camo skin for every gun in the game, then you unlock the Damascus skin mm-hmm. for all weapons, which is like a status symbol and also very cool. So anyway, I was playing as the FAL mm. assault rifle to try to finish the camo challenges on it. And it's a single shot weapon. And I think I injured my finger trying to do that because <laughs> it shoots as fast as you click. So uh, huh. I see <laughs> it I, feels better today, but yeah. yesterday I went to work and was like, it hurts to click. <laughs> that was hilarious. True gamer hours. Hashtag yeah. gamer life. Uh, yeah. Will you enjoy yeah. yourself? Yes, it was it was good. Again, it feels fine today. Yeah, I played for a few hours last night. And it was fine, and I'm almost done now. I sit down. The camo challenges. I just need to get some more long shot kills. I spent uh, I spent 
so many hours today and fucking gambit in destiny 2 trying to get shotgun kills because i needed 500 shotgun kills to get the stupid shotgun so i can get the title at the end of the season god damn it the 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 best thing about there's certainly like like long shot kills are hard to get or ars because ars have long range as it stands so like getting it getting the game to go oh you killed that person a long way away you kind of have to play ground war the big 64 mm. player thing on huge maps and then scope up your your uh, ars but for things like getting shotgun kills uh there's a pe- people have probably seen but there's you just play shipment which is like <laughs> the dumbest first person shooter map ever made it's like a stack of sh- four stacks of shipping containers with like a couple of shipping containers enterable and it's about the size of my living room and you just like you spawn and die and kill people so fast. I played a game of shipping where I got 80 kills (laughs) and the games last like five minutes. (laughs) So like I, you're, 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 you're like sometimes getting multiple kills per second on that map. Uh, there's a there's a kill streak reward called Juggernaut where you're in like this super heavy armor thing with a chain gun and you can just hold the trigger down and stand in a spot and face in a direction and it's people spawn there and then you just kill them as they spawn and you can get like dozens of kills that way. All right. Well, that's uh we'll know in a few months what's up with Call of Duty. Do you think I guess Microsoft will get the Call of Duty reveal, right? Does, uh, it, will there be a will we get a battlefield uh, for the new consoles? Uh, yes, Dice is staffing up right now, so I think okay. that you most likely will because I don't think they're going to make another Battlefront because they're still yeah. developing Battlefront. They announced yeah. like roadmap stuff for the first half of the year, so um, I think it's still a pretty small team on Battlefront Two, which is great because they're keep continuing to pump out really cool stuff. Um, and uh, they don't need to make a Battlefront Three because Battlefront Two is fantastic well they will um, for the new consoles probably but yeah i i don't know a, those are big budgets and the maybe. launch of battlefront 2 was so bad i think they yeah. would almost re-release battlefront 2 on new consoles i don't, I don't think they'll re-release but yeah or, or i don't think we'll backwards. see a lot of i i think it'll just be backwards compatible yes they probably don't need to re-release it but i could see them patching it to have 4k visuals or whatever if it doesn't sure yeah happen. the patch um, in whatever the yeah, PC some kind of visuals or yeah. whatever. Uh, but, but, but it all also looks so good. I mean, it looks like, I, I, I just don't know. I don't know how you improve on the patch in Pope John Paul the <laughs> second. I think they could just add stuff to battlefront too, frankly. Um, mm-hmm. The the thing is, it doesn't really have a way to get recurring revenue right now. Um, Cause Disney won't let them make Darth Vader pink. <laughs> well, it's more because they borked, they're the 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 like cool. they yeah. were gonna sell skins and then they kind of fucked the goodwill so they just sort of put the skins together in a twenty dollar upgrade package. Um so I don't know. Um but uh Dice is staffing up, I would assume, for a new battlefield mm-hmm. game for the new consoles, which Do you think that hits this year or next year? I don't know. I if mean they're staffing up now, then probably next year. Last year, but... last fall, I think they put out a big battlefield five um, right. like sort of expansion kind of that had all the Pacific theater stuff. Right. Um, so I, I would assume that they've been working on 
they were working on the next Battlefield game alongside that. I really think they need to do something, though, that's like actually different because Battlefield Modern Warfare 2142. Seriously. No, no, really. That, and I loved that game. Um, I read uh, the PC Gamer article. I had the actual PC Gamer magazine that where that was the cover story. And I read that article so many times. I don't remember anything it said, but I was like, oh, oh that, man, I need that a game PC awesome. so I could play this game. That game was really cool. Um, in some ways, it's like it the best Max. Battlefield game um, because it had Max. It had the Titan game mode where you like had to land on the you like shot up in these pods to land on the enemy airship. And then you had to go in and blow it up from the inside. It was a cool game. Really, really cool game. Um, and uh, I think they need to do something like that because like modern warfare's ground war mode is just battlefield and it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. There's a couple maps I think that could be better, but I, I would rather just play that than battlefield five right now. Um, Battlefield 1776. So <laughs> I would play that. <laughs> Battlefield Napoleon. <laughs> Battlefield uh, but, 1812. Yeah, I don't know. I've always historically been a Battlefield fan, but I would. I'm. I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm much more inclined to continue to just play Modern Warfare. Uh, so, well, I mean, you've got Battlefront going and uh, Call of Duty, so you know you're you kind of got both kinds of games exactly. Right there, so, so they need to get people like me who. I think uh, who historically have loved battlefield, but I'm not playing battlefield five currently. Mm -hmm. And the reason I'm not playing battlefield five currently, I think it's a great game. It plays really well, but it doesn't have the same degree of cool progression stuff to do. Mm -hmm. There's so much to unlock in modern warfare that it feels like you could play it for a long time. Whereas battlefield, I mean, you level up and stuff, but it, 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 the, the the weapon stuff is not as meaningful. Like the upgrades and things are nowhere near as meaningful in battlefield as they are in modern warfare. So I don't know. They need to do something kind of radical. And if they said, Hey, battlefield 2143 new consoles, I would be like, fuck yes. Sign me up. That would be so cool. Battlefield 2169. <laughs> Especially like, Oh, imagine, imagine, if I'm imagining they did battle, if, if, this is a pipe dream. It's not going to happen, but battlefield 2143 and uh, the mechs are back and, and dice partnered with respawn entertainment to do the mechs right. And to do the vehicle stuff correctly. Hell yeah. Yeah. On, but on the scale of a battlefield map and uh, 64 Titans and one map. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I think it could be, um, really really cool but uh i would i yeah i guess since respawn is part of that ea family like officially they could uh they could make it happen yeah and since you know they're not probably not making uh titanfall 3 they're making i can't can't believe they called their medal of honor game above and beyond it's so so cheeky i don't even remember that so well, it's not out yet, I don't think. But they're yeah, like, no, respawn I, is making a Medal of Honor game called Above and Beyond Medal of Honor. Yeah, I forgot whatever. that was even happening. It's so so cheeky. I uh, like Medal of Honor. So I don't know. Uh, it's in the the PS2 oh, one VR game. Yeah, yeah, VR. Didn't I did I just right. say it was VR? Uh, in the PS2 was it Frontline. You could shoot people in the in the 
balls and then they'd grab their balls and fall over. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's a great game. Um, real operator hours. <laughs> they've also Activision also, uh, said they're planning to release several remasters in 2020. Tony Hawk confirmed or not. Uh, they have, there were those rumors. I don't know if we ever talked about them, but rumors about a Tony Hawk remaster like late last year. Yeah. Uh, so that maybe that seems a little more likely now. I don't know. Who, who could say that's, uh, I don't, peep, I Spy- think. We need to- well, okay. We did Spyro crash. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, what else do they got? What else does Activision have? Yeah, Skylanders. <laughs> I mean, that's just Spyro. Toys to Life coming back. Uh, uh, imagine if uh, this is also kind of an aside, but imagine if Nintendo was just like, you know, all those amiibos that you have. Well, guess what? We're releasing a game where you can scan the amiibo and then you play as that character, and it's a light action RPG set in the same world that the smash story happened in. You mean smash How brothers <laughs> much would people fucking lose their minds? Uh, oh yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it'd be, it'd be shenanigans. They should do that. That would make me buy amiibo. Uh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah, but you don't like fun. You just like grinding destiny seasons now that's all you do it's it's, it's true and I, I hate it it's not fun and i hate it i hate it about myself why why would you attack me like this i'm sorry it's, we needed intervention something had to be said yeah well now i can kind of i can sit back and not have to farm anything so i can that's my that's things. that's my hell is that i'm gonna finish the battle pass for call of duty this weekend and then the next battle pass starts in four days, I've got a whole Ooh. month where I don't have to play Destiny. <laughs> It'll be fine. I'm going to buy the tier skip version again, and I have the coins to do it without having to spend any money. Uh, so it's like in the, the last COD like, points. two weeks, you can buy levels in the Destiny Pass, and it's a, like it's a dollar per level, which seems steep. But mm. what do I know? They don't give you any premium currency in the Battle Pass either. But that's another conversation for compared time. To, to Modern Warfare. A dollar a level is not bad. Uh, I'm pull up Activision IPs and see what they got, and we can uh, take some stabs at what they might be remastering. Let's see. Uh, da, da, da. So we got King's Quest. So many Call of Duty games. Prototype. Mm. Uh, da, da, da. Everything on here, I swear to God. Skylanders, Call of Duty, Tony Hawk. Geometry Wars Evolved, Prototype, King's Quest, Crash, Sekiro, Spyro, Call of Duty. These are all just like the last like decade. What the fuck? Uh, that's browse all games. Nope, that's that can't be all your games. What what remasters? What are you talking about? Okay, well. Uh, this, this is just they're from the website. Make, guess they probably what? have other stuff. Activision's yes. going to make games and they're going to repackage old games that they've made. It'll happen. Uh, Guaranteed. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what. what... Beanox. They're going to release. Uh, oh, okay. Here we go. 1980 Fishing Derby. Their first Jesus. game. 
<laughs> we cannot do this. Yeah, yes, we can. Uh, heavy Gear, Tenchu, Star Trek, Spider-Man, Wolfenstein, Guitar Hero Remaster, bringing back the plastic instruments. Soldier they tried that Fortune. once and it did not work. Gun. There we go. Gun. Yeah, that's what the world needs is a remaster of Gun. The movies? True crime. Uh, Total so war. the movies is actually really good and very underappreciated. So that is one that I would 100% be into a remaster or sequel of. There we go. We imagine if it. you had imagine playing the Sims, but you're it's it's on a movie backlot uh, and you're managing actors and directors and people instead of Sims. Fun. Oh, it's good. It's very okay. good. It's 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 depressing that it never took off all the way because you also then could like film your movies and make like machinima out of them oh okay that's right it's a really good game for the remaster that that sounds good and you can't you can't get it anywhere now like it's not not. it's it's was on steam but they pulled it oh weird uh yeah okay activision it's because it was a it was a lion head game so it was it was a peter molyneux joint Mm -hmm. um and uh they pulled it from steam because they don't i mean like mm-hmm. Lionhead doesn't exist anymore so That's rather weird. than negotiate a deal with yeah molyneux to continue to sell it and pay him royalties they just like he didn't actually i take that back he didn't have anything to do with it in particular but just his studio his studio did so uh it since the studio has gone rather than negotiate how to pay royalties to them uh they just decided they wouldn't sell it anymore which is a crime because it's a good game Hmm. All right. Well, the last news story of the week is another remaster or a re-release of a game. As Platinum announced, they are going to remaster and release Wonderful the Wonderful 101, uh, which was a Wii U exclusive. But now they're getting out from under Nintendo's thumb and they are putting it out on multiple platforms, PC and PS4 included, as well as the Switch. And they blew past their initial goal. They were like, hey, give us just just a nice even $50,000. No, not even. No, $49,430. Yeah. So we can get. <laughs> so basically, so we can prove to investors and other people that, hey, we should you should give us money so we can do this. Yeah. And now they're almost at um, almost one and a half million. Yeah. Uh, $1,477,761 right now. Yeah, I might just I, donate $8 just to, you know, get them right to that nice point. But Nice. Uh, yeah, no, I uh, I never played it, even though I did have a Wii U. But I feel like it's notable in that uh, it was definitely considered one of the, if you have a Wii U, this is one of the it's better It's one of the games. six games you can buy for one it. Of the- yeah, it's it was one of the notable games for the Wii U, especially since it was made by Platinum and not by Nintendo. So there's mm-hmm. some I'd like some third party support for that. Um, I never played it, but I always kind of thought it looked neat. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be contributing to the uh, um, Kickstarter, mm-hmm. but might want to consider it when it comes out on Switch. Yeah, uh, it. There was like some drawing stuff, I think. Like you drew like certain patterns and that made 
Yeah. I, I only watched like a giant bomb quick look of it, but it looks pretty nice in these uh, images. It makes me wish Beautiful Joe was coming oh out. Oh my God, please. Just Don't get please my hopes give us Beautiful up. Joe. Uh, I'm going to keep saying it until it happens. Um, Nintendo, if you're listening to this podcast, which I know you are, Beautiful Joe, please. So, yeah, they have got Beautiful some. Beautiful Joe is overrated. <laughs> so they've got some stretch goals, which the ones they have met are. So Switch version was just to get to 50,000. Mm-hmm. Steam version, 250,000, 500,000, PS4, 1 mil, Time Attack, 1.5 million. Luca's first mission, a brand new 2D side-scrolling adventure starring a young hero, beautiful Luca. And then the next one at 1.75 million will be a remix soundtrack, which they seem to be on track to get. And who knows what uh, will come after that? They leave room for more stretch goals. Yeah. Maybe an Xbox version? I don't know. Yeah, but they, uh, I think... If I recall correctly, they they blew past the PS4 version almost immediately. Like I I saw that it was yeah. announced and I clicked on the, the Kickstarter and it I, I think it was already well past that. So uh, clearly, this is something that people have been wanting. So that's that's good. Yes, uh, and they've got a bunch of different tiers. Uh, one of them lets you get blocked by Camia, 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 the the uh kind of notorious producer is he a producer at platinum he he blocks people with uh, no remorse on twitter and you too can be blocked by him if you so desire you You can also opt to not be blocked but (laughs) see that's one of those things where i feel like i would i would overthink that and be like do i want to be do i not want to be uh, yeah, you can get him to tweet at you like something mean, like hit one of his sassy replies, but then yeah. not block you. So, you know, if that's See, that would be want. kind of the ideal is that you get him to like sassily say something at you. But not everyone has had the privilege of being block. blocked on Twitter by the illustrious Hideki Kamiya. But that's all about to change at a very special Kickstarter tier. Kamiya uh, uh, himself will treat directed to you and then will block you forever. No, this is an optional reward. You do not have to be blocked by Kamiya if you don't. Uh, do not want to be so the highest tier it looks like uh for this is uh about five thousand dollars and there's only one left so uh anybody wants to jump in on that it's the pure platinum you get the uh, five thousand and four dollars yeah well, the, abridged, the abridged digital soundtrack digital comic physical release of the wonderful 101 remastered keychain abridged cd soundtrack T-shirt, sticker set, physical comic books, Sentinels, identification card, soft book, soft cover art book, acrylic standee, wonderful pendant. Oh my god! Vinyl sound, vinyl record soundtrack, full CD soundtrack. They give you the abridged and the full CD soundtrack. The wonderful oh. 101 custom controllers. Thank you. Mentioned the art book. The wonderful 101 button in display case. 12 inch figure. Get blocked on Twitter by Cameo. <laughs> That's the most important one, though. I'm pretty sure they didn't pay us for advertising their Kickstarters. No, but they've <laughs> no. already. We're gonna need to cut that. That's okay. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> but if they hadn't uh, met their goal, hey, if you can pay five thousand dollars to the uh, one for one hundred and one remastered Kickstarter, you should toss some money our way, and so we can pay for our you know hosting fees and yeah, go into events and conventions and whatnot, so we can tell you about cool games. 
you know, or at least just, you know, give us a follow on the Twitter. Um, tell your friends. Yeah. If you got money, you probably have followers. That's how that you works. You could buy right? us like an advertising and just be like, I don't know. I like this podcast. I think it's neat. Listen to yeah, it. But buy, buy advertising on our podcasts. Oh, we don't care to see. There you go. It's better. You you don't need to get blocked by Camille or get a final soundtrack. I can block you if you want. Anyway, uh, yeah. If they hadn't blown past this or, you know, and weren't already supported, I don't think we would talk about it. Um, but it's it's yeah. happening. Yeah, um, and, yeah so. and that $5,000 tier is, I mean, to be clear, there is literally only one left. So, so, so hurry up and get out your wallet. <laughs> You're all racing to do it. That's, I always, when I see those like ridiculous numbers, I'm like, who... Who is doing this? Who is paying that much? Who has that much money? That's why our that's why our world is terrible. Anyway, mm-hmm. yes, you're correct. Uh, that's gonna we can't do, do this conversation. No, we can't. Well, we basically had it before the podcast. Oh no, I just realized we forgot to do timestamps for Alex. Sorry, Alex. Sorry, Alex. We love you. I love no, you so much. You. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode uh, 107 of the Herald and Modcast. Uh, I've been your host. Watch, I'm going to watch it later. Well, not today. I look but forward maybe later to you updating us later next week on yeah. the Herald and Mod. Uh, I don't want to talk about Herald and Mod anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you signed up for this, Pat. Uh, I don't think I did. This this has been episode 107 of Gaming Fix on February 9th, 2020. I've been your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. your girl's favorite video game politician. And you can find me on Twitter at CoolSlaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W. Pat, where can people find you? You can find me at PJC Plays. Okay, and Allison? You can find me on Twitter at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y. And I've been doing some Twitch streaming lately. I don't know if I'm going to keep it up because whenever I do Twitch streaming, I tend to like fall off of it pretty quickly. But mm-hmm. uh, you can call me at Happy Beeps here on Twitch. I still think it's Happy Beep Sphere or Happy B Sphere. Uh, uh, Alex not. definitely said hi to me as Happy B Sphere on, uh, oh, on Twitch. Wow. But no, it's Happy Beeps here. That's, that's good too. Uh, you can find the podcast wherever fine podcasts are uh, distributed and or sold but don't buy our podcast uh, unless you're buying it directly from one of us and uh, you can find us on twitter at fix podcasts right yeah fix yeah. podcast this we need yeah okay at fix podcast you can find us uh and i think that's gonna do it for this week so is there anything i'm missing i don't think so all right you're good Thanks for joining us, everybody. We hope to have Alex back next week. Uh, Thanks for joining me, you two. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.